Greeting, Earthlings. We have now taken over your radio. Hello and welcome in to the Jayhawk Talk Podcast. I'm Kevin. Joined with me as always is Andrew. Andrew, we are back in the Jayhawk Talk studios. We are not on the radio tonight. We will be on Wednesday night, 6 p.m. 610 Sports. But we thought we needed to get back together before then. Because, Andrew, we're in the Sweet 16. Sweet 16 in Chicago. We've got games still going on uh, on Sunday night when we're recording this. And uh, I remember in years past when we've been watching games as we've been recording, there have been some like epic comebacks and some crazy wins. So we'll try to dictate any of those uh, as they go on. Just to, we, we're usually the lucky guys that uh, can can show you in real time when something crazy happens. So right now, Miami is up by nine on Auburn. We'll see if that sticks around. Okay, prediction now. right now. Prediction. Is Auburn going to win this game? And what's the final score if not? Okay, I'm going to predict Miami will go 73-69. Okay. Uh, you, so that will cover the five and a half point live bet I put on this. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm okay with that. I would love Auburn to lose. Uh, but I, I just have a, a sneaky suspicion. They're going to make it a game. I'm going to, and, and this is what March madness is all about. Like our team won. And then we get to have these fun things because our team did win. Yes. So now we can, now we can play around. So the Jayhawks did beat Creighton yesterday, which puts us into the sweet 16. That Creighton game was a mess. We didn't really do anything all that well, other than Remy played well. Um, but I think ultimately the whole conclusion is who cares? We survived. We advanced. We will be playing in the sweet 16 in Chicago. We haven't been in the sweet 16 since 2018, Kevin. It feels good to have this extra week to feel this. And then we're gonna have another one too. I'm just, just going to say it, but like, if I like it, I, I, this is where we're supposed to be. I agree. This, I, it's almost like I kind of forgot how much fun this oh, week is so fun. This is the best week because you know, getting through the first weekend is, is a chore. It yeah, is scary it's for more of a relief. It's more it's of a, a relief. Huge relief just to get through it and make sure that you won. And you know, you're a one seed. You're supposed to do it, but Hey, not, a, not all the one seeds got through. Not all the two seeds got through Andrew. Oh uh, man. That see that's anybody can beat anybody. It's crazy. And we'll, we're going to get to some bracket talk. We'll react to some of the, the crazy storylines in the, uh, in the tournament, including Andrew, the big 12 showing out a little bit. Big 12. Is is definitely showing up. Uh, I also we've got TCU three to zero over Arizona. Oh, we'll see if see if they can hold them. Horn Frogs can hold them. Man, uh, I did I did think about doing a Big Twelve round robin tonight today, like mm, just betting on all of them on a money line. That would have been a really smart idea. <laughs> I usually, I usually do it. that kind of stuff just for dumb. Like I do blue blood parlays and you know Big Twelve parlays. I thought about it. Uh, I did not trust it, but here we go. 
Big 12 showing out, man. All right, we're going to get to all that. Let's talk about Creighton first. You know, yes. that big win, big win for the Jayhawks. Uh, and, you know, we could kind of go over some of these box scores and, and you know, tell you that Jalen Wilson had 14 and 14. And we can say that, oh, Ochai didn't have the greatest of games and CB was kind of just okay. But what we really want to talk about is Remy. <laughs> And it seems like the the national narrative here is that oh this team with Remy Martin is a whole different team uh, takes it to a net another level from the from the Jayhawks that you saw in uh, in re- the regular season and let's not forget that in the regular season we won the Big Twelve and we won the Big Twelve tournament so we're adding in Remy Martin here and you know what I think I agree with everybody this like that team does not win the game yesterday without Remy Martin was a whole different animal, a whole different look that Creighton wasn't able to handle. Yeah, that's exactly right. There's first of all, we we wouldn't win that game for a lot of reasons, but the chief among them is Remy. Uh, And and they even talked about in post game, you know, McDermott's without a seven footer, uh, you know, they were, they were a, a great defensive team all season, but that defensive team is kind of predicated on having a massive eraser seven footer in the back end to help you uh, with that defensive efficiency. Well, that's not there for the first game and they got to play Kansas. So what are you going to do? Well, their decision was one that we'd seen in the past, but which was a little bit different. Whenever Dewan Harris was in the game, they had their power forward guard him power forward, sort of a relative term, but their four man guard him, except not guard him at all. Just step all the way back into the paint and just dare him to do anything. And when it's, you know, we've talked about this four on five on offense. That's probably a pretty good defensive strategy. Dare him to shoot. He did make an early three. So maybe, you know, you're wondering, okay, is this, is this a Missouri game again where, where they dared him to, to shoot and he started making them. But what happened next? Remy comes on the floor and that defensive plan just crumbles as Remy just makes him pay. And you can't play that same defense. And that was that was the the difference in the game. Remy, Remy being on the court and being trusted by Bill Self to not just run the offense, run the show, but run his offense, run Remy offense, <laughs> which is yeah. not necessarily Bill Self offense, run Remy offense. The the fact that he trusted him to do that. And frankly, not just trusted him needed him to do that for that game to be what it was. There is no reason we should have been ahead at halftime. They made eight threes. I mean, they played the best offensive half they played all season. And yet we were still ahead. And that is, that's all Remy. And I, I want to point you in the direction of uh, Jesse Newell's article that came out yesterday. I think it's entitled uh, the 16 seconds for Remy Martin that changed the game or something like that. And essentially it just walks you through. Uh, so <laughs> they decided to do the same strategy for Remy that they were doing for Wando and have their four man uh, lay off. And so Remy gets the ball first time on the court and he's open for three. And he says, shoot. I- I, I guess I'll just take it here. And then uh, it was deep you know, too. It was kind of deep. And then he, he was off to the races after that. Um, I think, you know, I just, this wasn't an important part of the game, but they did also do that with JCL, which you should never do. Why would you ever leave him open? He ha- he was the most open I've ever seen anybody. So he should never, there should never be a guy, you know, 
you know, more than a foot away from him because he's so dangerous from three. And it was, it was very surprising. Like everyone in the whole building was like, why is, why is he so open? But you know, Greg McDermott uh, was a great coach in making those adjustments and, and making those plans for us. Um, we were able to, to get through that though. We were able to survive and uh, you know, shout out to Remy. Uh, I'm not saying Remy should start. Uh, but I think Remy needs to play that Sharon Collins role where he plays more minutes than Russell Robinson uh, to get us, uh, you know, get us a national title. He I think did. that's some, he played a lot a, more. I know. Game. But I'll like, what I'm saying is like, t- as the game comes to you, like put him in sure. uh, and, and see how that works. Depending yeah. on what's necessary. But Remy is, will be needed to win a national title. And uh, I'm glad he's back. I'm glad he's here. Remy's I'm, back. We could talk about Remy, Andrew. We could talk glad- about Remy. I'm glad he's here. Uh, so anyway, that sets up a, a a Friday in Chicago against Providence, uh, a team that blew out the uh, the Spiders, the Richmond Spiders, blew them out. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so you know they're probably coming in with some confidence. I think the fans in the stands were screaming, "We want Kansas," and we'll just you know, we won't be the first ones to tell you, but we'll be certainly be ones to tell you on this podcast. Now you got them. Now you got them on Friday uh, in Chicago. We're going to go up against Providence. uh, Another big East team, uh, a team that Creighton beat by 30 a couple weeks ago, but a team that did win uh, the big East regular season. So this is going to be a good team, a team that the metrics do not like, but a team that keeps on winning games and, and won a big game against the spiders yesterday. Yeah, 27 and five, uh, Providence and Ken Palm in a, in a tough conference and Ken Palm 34. Just the disrespect on Providence. They Ken, won that. They won the Big East. Ken Pomeroy hates himself some Friars, man. It's just, it is a disrespect. Now, they, they won a bunch of games by like a point, right? They just like, they, they literally won games by, one to five points, like almost every game. I'm sitting here staring at it. And they lost to Creighton, the aforementioned Creighton, uh, by about 27 points. <laughs> uh, not that long ago, March 11th. Oh, that was in the Big East tournament. Yeah. That was in the, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, they lost by two points to Villanova, uh, lost by five points to Villanova, lost to Marquette by 20, and lost to Virginia. But that's it. That's it. They beat Texas Tech by four points early in the season. Pretty good win there. That's, that win's looking better and better. They beat UConn, number 20 in Ken Palm. They beat a bunch of people, obviously. They went they had 27 wins. And, and again, the Big East is not bad. There's a lot of good sort of middle 40s, 50s, 60s Ken Palm's teams in there. Uh, and Ken Palm teams in there. So it's it's not like these guys have just been dump trucking, you know, whatever. Central Connecticut all, all season. And yet Ken Palm hates him. He hates him with a yeah. passion. It's personal. He does not <laughs> like Ed Cooley. Some, some by him and Ed Cooley go way back. I don't, whatever it is. Well, whatever it is, they're coming off their best game of the season against Richmond, a team where they, they they've got a bunch of confidence. And I'll tell you this as a Kansas fan, I like that. I like it when a team comes yeah. into us with a full head of steam with like a lot of confidence because it may, it may be, makes me think that they're going to let their guard down a little bit in their preparation. Maybe not the coach, but maybe he's like, you know, 
over overconfidence is is something you do have to guard against when you play against us because we're going to expose a lot of those weaknesses and you do have to come prepared to play us. So I'm okay that they blew out Richmond. Uh, I would have preferred it that way. And so we've got that game on Friday. I, any initial thoughts? You know, this game looks like Ken Palm has it, you know, for what that's worth as a seven point game. Uh, I think that's what the line opened at. What do you think? Is that is that where this should be? What's the line on Ken Palm? Seven points. Yeah. on I think on Twitter spaces, I said, I thought it would be seven. Uh, it's seven. I, I think that's probably right. I mean, that, that feels right. I, I didn't know which direction it was going to go. Cause if someone would said six, I kind of like KU. If someone said eight, I'd probably like Providence. So that felt like that was a good line. Uh, and it's a sweet 16 game. Like this, this shouldn't be more than eight points. Look at all these games today. Even these upset games where teams like, you know, Notre Dame or whoever else is, is in the sweet 16 or in this round of 32 that shouldn't be, they're still, everything's close, which is fun. It's fun. I think I, I suspect it will not be a double digit game if I had to guess. Yeah. I mean, judging the way they played uh, against the spiders, this team's that team's going to be ready to play. And you know what? We're going to have to be ready to play too. Uh, I, I heard it described as uh, this Providence team does nothing incredibly well, but they do everything pretty good, pretty well. So there's going to be, they're a pretty well coached team. Uh, and, you know, maybe they're going to have something different that's, that we're not going to be ready for. And obviously uh, we're going to have to prepare for. A, well, they got that big ways. man. They got yep. Nate Watson. He's he's a scary dude. Uh he's a big he's a big mofo. 6'10, 260. Yeah. Uh yeah, this is a, a guy that, you know, you gotta you gotta hope for a real healthy Dave. Real healthy. Because Mitch gonna give up a lot of weight to that guy. Uh and, and and Jay Wilson's not gonna be able to guard him. Uh so you know, we're we're gonna have to be ready for him. On, he's on averaging 14 points a game. He's he's probably I don't know. He feels like one of their best, like the, probably their best player feels. I mean that he's on a bunch of lists for big guy awards and things like that. I, I, I like his game. And then the thing they did against the spiders though, they're just making three pointers. What's that right. about? That's not, the, that's not their profile. It was, it wasn't Creighton's profile either, but that's it just true. happened. Uh, so, you know, when you get to the tournament, anything can happen. Uh, I'm looking at their, their Ken Palm, you know, statistics. Yeah, what are they they're, good at? What's the one thing you got to watch out for them? Give me the one thing on Ken Palm. Even, even though with a grain of salt, Kenneth Pomeroy hates <laughs> Ed Cooley. You know, they're just kind <laughs> of like Rhode Island. It, they're kind of like in the thirties for both offensive. Well, thirties for offensive fifties for defense. So like, you know, not like incredible one way so, or the other. They, uh, Pretty good offensive rebounding number. Not not great. Uh, free fr- free throws attempted. Pretty good. Uh, three point percentage. Fine. Middle thirties. You know, it's just a pretty good overall team with no glaring weaknesses, but no like incredible strengths. So something that they they can. Uh, I think anything can beat you. And by the way, looks like the Hurricanes are going to win this game. How about Charlie Moore? The fighting Charlie How Moore's Chuck Moore as a 10 seed. Well, maybe I spoke too soon, but we'll keep you posted folks. Uh, <laughs> you all will know before Chuck we do. Uh, we, said anyway, the, we said on the radio show, the one thing that Auburn does not have 
We were a little afraid of Auburn's length. They got best player, number one pick, whatever. But one thing they did not have is guard play, and that has been very apparent in this game. Charlie Moore's cooking. It has been hard to watch Auburn. I'm not uh, saying we got Cameron McGusty here, former uh, Oklahoma Sooner. They got a lot of Big 12 players represented on Miami Hurricanes. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, you're right. This is a, a star-studded team on the on the post level, but little Charlie Moore's cooking, cooking them. They're bad. Uh, Their cards like, are bad. Look like they're gonna they're gonna pull this out. But anyway, uh, maybe this is a good transition to just talk about the Big Twelve generally, because the Big Twelve is also cooking. Yeah, uh, we had a big Iowa State game today. Okay, uh, wins against Wisconsin in, in a game that like exactly what we expected, where. The game was uh, low fifties, you Disgusting. know, no one could score and it just happened. You know, uh, Iowa state had slightly more points at the end. Uh, you know, the, they no played one was, good though. They played yeah, good. They did. And you saw, they didn't have to rely uh, on uh, Brockington on Brockington. Yeah. Uh, you had Gabe Kalsher come and, and really start he to put some, dude. start to put some, some buckets, buckets in where, Really, the the whole formula this whole season was play incredible defense and have Isaiah Brockington score a bunch of points. And if someone else can score two, then they're going to win games. But uh, you know, that's they're a scary team when other people can score. Uh, a, a team that really everyone had written off. A team that didn't really win any games for six weeks after the new year. <laughs> Uh, you know, they were undefeated, uh, you know, through 2021, 2022 happens and they just get nothing. Nick Schwartz didn't even want them to get in the, in the tourney. And here they are <laughs> in the sweet 16 uh, with uh, uh, TJ Otzelberger's first year taken to the sweet 16. Good for them. They will be in our sweet 16 pod. They are Who in knows? The, Who uh, knows? Who knows? We could have a Big Twelve filled Sunday. Who knows? They're in Chicago. That'd be a blast if we got to play Iowa State to go to the Final Four. That who would have thought? Who that would be so great? And the other part about it is, like you said, Kelsher. I mean, Hunter was the guy on Friday. Made like what a bazillion three shot there. Twenty made what twenty three, twenty four points. So they've had two dudes step up in the tournament that, I mean, they had good games a few times throughout the year, but not, you know, not like lead your team stuff. Uh, and they had two different guys step up with Brockington. Maybe they're figuring it out on offense, but I say that they scored 59 points and 55, four points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but whatever, whatever. When you give up 49, you can, uh, you can get away with some <laughs> yeah. of that. Uh, but some of the other teams, we did see Baylor go down yesterday yeah, in a, a crazy game against North Carolina. I just, you know, they're down 25 with 10 minutes left uh, and then just claw back somehow uh, and, and get that game tied, take it to overtime. And usually when that happens, the team that's made the epic comeback, you know, they're the team of destiny at that point. And I hate to say team of destiny because they were a one seed playing against an eight seed. Uh, but uh, North Carolina does pull out that victory uh, beats the one seeded Baylor bears and the reigning defending champions uh, will not take home the hardware this year. Poor Scott drew big 12 coach of the year, big 12 coach of the year. Look, 
it was a good day for blue bloods, bad day for new bloods. Mm. That's well, uh, <laughs> Gonzaga got in barely. That barely. And then incredible you know, game against Memphis last North night. Carolina represented. Uh, they, they, Duke, Duke got a win today. Duke got a win against a, against a new blood. Uh, but just to finish out big 12, Texas tech got in. They'll be in the sweet 16. Uh, Great. Yeah. And, I, uh, I'm learning to love Mark Adams. They are okay. This game's over. We've got we've got the hurricane up fifteen with fifty six seconds left. How about Crazy. that? Auburn Hardly goes more. down. We're gonna have a pod next. This is this podcast all over the place, folks. But that's the way March Madness is. When you're switching between games, you're switching between thoughts. We're gonna have a Chicago matchup with KU, Providence, Miami, and <laughs> Iowa State. What? How about just that? like just like everybody predicted, just like just we like all drew it up. Predicted. Charlie Moore dribbling it out here. There is nobody that predicted that. There's nobody. I mean, I liked Miami, but I didn't. Think I did too. More than one game. I liked them too. I liked, I liked Iowa I, State. Too. I did too. I said it on the podcast that I, I really, I, really liked their draw. I said I, I picked them. I was gonna pick them in the first round, not the second round. But if, if you were gonna say like there, there's gonna be an Iowa team in Chicago playing in the Sweet Sixteen, you wouldn't have said Iowa State. You would have just said the Hawkeyes. We we talked about how. For the first time, it feels like in a long time, KU fans looked down at their draw and thought, oh boy, this actually this is pretty good. And we get to the Sweet 16, and sure, we're a little a, a, a touch chalky in our top of the bracket, but we lose the two and the three and the five. And the two was allegedly the number one team in the country a few times this year, for a while this year. With a... And- you know, top three pick with, with top pick. Uh, the five was supposed to be scary. Didn't give out of the first round. The four looks good. So, I mean, I, I don't want to disrespect Providence like, like Ken Pomeroy does, but uh, that, that one, that one looks, looks good. But then Wisconsin soft overrated and obviously showed. So yeah, this, this, <laughs> the bracket, interestingly, if we can get past Providence the shaping up rather nicely, uh, at least from a seed line perspective, which, you know, you could throw those out for the most part this time of year. At this point, throw them out. Providence, Ned Cooley, you're going to have their team ready to go. You know, same with Jim Laranaga, same with TJ Otzelberger. TJ. Uh, TJ is going to. Teej. Spend the whole start calling him Teej. Teej is going to spend the whole week uh, just you know working on upper bodies. Even bust out of one of those shirts. Jesus Christ. Teej is going to be ready to go. I uh, still I still want to be a fly on the wall on Bill Self and Bob Huggins sitting in a bar talking about TJ's shirts. <laughs> <laughs> like like you know it's come up. You know it's come up. A hundred, hundred percent of a hundred percent. They, those guys have, have had that conversation over a beer and I just want to know what they said. That's all I want to know. I just want to know what was said. All right. And I just want to close out big 12 talk because then we'll put a bow on it. TCU currently down by two to Arizona. That's going to be a hell of a game. That game's going to end close. Plus 10. That game's getting close. And then Texas is down six to Purdue. They got a rally. They got a rally. Yeah, so we'll we'll leave it at that. But Big 12's had a good tournament so far. It's good to see those teams because we knew they were good. We knew they were we knew they were good. We knew they could make it. That's uh this is a good conference. We've known Baylor should have. Like what if like right now we'd have four Big 12 teams with a chance to have six in the Sweet 16. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. 
We talked. Here's the other thing we talked about last week. Is the Big Twelve any good? They are apparently. We we were we were challenging our our own thinking on that. Or do the numbers just like them? Do we just beat up on each other and then you get the dance and then we're gonna see? And we were all at least I was a little worried that maybe the Big Twelve isn't good. Well, the Big Twelve's good. I think that's what we learned. The Big Twelve's good. Uh, Big Twelve super good. This game's technically not over yet, but uh, it's over. We've got- We've got Miami 79, Auburn 61. That's the final. I'm ahead of you. Uh, okay. YouTube TV, a little behind. And How about there that? It is. Game over. Fight, the fighting Charlie Moores. Oh, my goodness. This has really opened up. Uh, it's going to be an interesting, interesting day in Chicago. Just as everybody weekend. predicted, the 10 and the 11 and the 1 and 4 in, our, in, in the Midwest region. Wow. All right. Cool. This is are. what's up. I, 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 I just, I struggle not getting ahead of myself, <laughs> right? You, well, there, there, there is a huge tendency to really get ahead of yourself. And I just hope that the team's not going to get ahead of themselves because they've got a test coming on, but we've this seen is, this, we've seen this story before <laughs> we have, I mean, I can, I could name on almost two hands. The, the amount of times it's felt like this. Yeah. The bracket uh, broke and, and you're like, Oh my God, if uh, we just win this game. I know. And one of those years was t- 2008 where the bracket broke. Well, yeah. And then you had to go against uh, Steph Curry, the scariest player <laughs> of all time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so with that, yeah, it's, it's, it is scary. I, I, you know, you, you joke about that bracket breaking well, and then we had to go against the two best teams probably in basketball that, that season uh, in the final four. Uh, but that said it was, it was kind of surprising to see what's happened in our bracket, but not all that surprising. We talked about this. So, I mean, everybody has said a lot of, you know, at least a lot of the, the national folks were saying Kansas got the best draw of the one seats yet. Hardly any of them picked Kansas to go to the final four. Now you look down literally zero of the teams they picked over Kansas. Iowa got a lot of love. Auburn got a lot of love. I think there was a sh- like a couple shares of Wisconsin. Uh, no, that providence. Was no, no providence. providence, none. So that's, that's a little wild. Can I just share this with you? I don't know. Charlie Moore, 15, nine and eight. Dude, look at Charlie Moore. Look that's at Charlie. Al- Moore. Almost triple double. How about that? It looks like a little boy. <laughs> oh, I love Charlie. All Moore. right. What else do you want to talk about? Uh, we, any other bracket big talk, bracket talk. I yeah, want to talk about some other big, some other big games. games, big, other big, big games, big teams, big storylines. How about Is the peacocks? Was... Oh my goodness. We got to about... talk about the peacocks, Andrew. Cause guess what? You know what the peacocks did? Maybe Kentucky. The peacocks made us the winningest program tied for the winningest tied. program in college basketball history. How about that? We are number one tied with Kentucky right now because the Peacocks and because we want to Go How about St. Pete, St. Pete. Uh, they're, they're good. And you, you yeah. watch them play and you're watching playing against Murray state. You're like this team actually isn't bad. They look great. Right. <laughs> that it's was not terrifying. Like, like they're something... not making threes. No, it's just back cuts and well-run offense and tough and, yeah. So they'll go against what Purdue or Texas and you know, they'll be big underdogs, but how, what's big. What do you think uh, big is? Let's say it's Purdue 10 dude. 
Maybe, uh, maybe more. They're, t- they're playing their backyard. I'm taking St. Pete under 10. Oh, man. If uh, it's under 10, I want it. But if it's but 10, they're, they're pretty good. I mean, I'm a, I, I'm a believer. Uh, it's, it's crazy to think, you know, for me, last year's tournament seems to just not exist in my head. They were, you know, talking about, oh, last year it was in the Indianapolis bubble. I had completely forgotten about that, <laughs> that they moved everything to Indiana. Uh, and they're like, oh, yeah. And uh, number 15, uh, Earl Roberts uh, went to the Sweet 16. I completely forgotten that, too. Like, I just literally wrote off 2021 sure. tournament. Everything left my brain. Uh, so this is the second year uh, in a row that a 15 seed has gone to the Sweet 16, which is just kind of crazy. Crazy. To crazy to think about. The Kentucky goes down, uh, and then they get an, another win against Murray State. That's really good. That's 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 really good. Uh, so good for them. I mean, they're probably the story of the tournament. Sure. Thought about, thought about buying me a peacock shirt. I did too. I saw I those shirts. They look pretty good. Up. Yeah. Uh, and, and they've got a fun name, you know, <laughs> not just a streaming service. It's a basketball team as well from New Jersey. I, I like their coach too. Uh, you know, they were asking him, but people probably saw this quote. I, I put it on my Twitter so you can see him say it, but they're like, Hey, you know, uh, Hey, Murray state was really, you know, trying to muscle you up, you know, bigger guys trying to really kind of push you around a little bit. What's your, you know, what do you tell your team to sort of you know get around that? And how'd you navigate that? And the coach says, I got dudes from New York and New Jersey. We ain't scared of nobody. <laughs> I was like, it's like, they don't push us. We push them. I don't care if we're smaller than that. I was like, yes, I like this. That's a great quote. That is a great quote. Uh, and I started thinking about it. Like, do we have guys from New York and New Jersey? No, we got guys from Burlington though. Uh, you ever seen Burlington? Don't mess with dudes from Burlington. They got a nuclear power plant, but Burlington. <laughs> <laughs> don't mess with the, Don't mess with guys from Burlington. Uh, uh, all right. I, I'm going to go through a little bit of this. So uh, on the, uh, on the West side, We've got uh, Gonzaga, Arkansas. You got Texas Tech and Duke. You know, pretty uh, one, two, three, four. You got chalk all the way uh, on the west side. Is this is this Gonzaga's to lose, or what do you think is going to come out of here? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I mean, the Zags have not looked great the no, first I mean, two games. They, uh, they, they you pulled know, the, away from Georgia State, right, but that was pulled away. They Georgia State played them close for 30 minutes of that game, which is pretty wild. And then Memphis, I mean, oh, what a game. Him, it was way great, down. Came what a back. Great, what a great game. Timmy's a monster. Um but yeah, I mean, I it, it's tricky because Arkansas can do can, Arkansas could beat Gonzaga. But Arkansas can also lose by 50 to Gonzaga. Like I've seen the two versions of Arkansas this year. I have no idea what they're going to be, but they are, they, they could 100% be Gonzaga. I'm not saying they will, but just judging by the Gonzaga, I've seen the first two games. I, that's an interesting one. And then Duke, dude, they look pretty good today. Yeah, uh, they, they, they were back and forth, but they were really able to close that game out. Yeah. Someone's got to stop coach K got Mark Adams coming right. in. Mark Adams coming in the next game. Maybe he can stop coach K. How great would that be? I, I hope so. Like two couldn't be more different coaches, right? Just yeah. In ter- just in terms of personality, in terms of maybe they 
play the same or coach similar, you know, defense free throws, you know, <laughs> the, the little things, but uh, just in terms of, of wanting the shine, wanting, you know, to be about me. Mark Adams is a, a coach's coach. You know, you ain't going to see Mark Adams in an AT&T commercial. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> How good would Mark Adams be with Lily? How good would uh, he be in there <laughs> next year? Next year. Look out for Lily it. and Mark. How good would that be? No, he is. Did you hear him in the post game? Did you watch at the end of this end of the game today? I watched you know, it in the game. I didn't, I didn't see the post game. So they Actually, interviewed him after like just in the, just a quick, you know, TV interview. And, uh, and the the sideline reporter says, "Hey, you know, talk talk to me about that that defensive switch you did, where you went to the to uh, you know matchup zone and then switch back to man, and and you know seemed to confuse him a little bit." And uh, and he's like, "I don't know." <laughs> he's like, "I got no idea. I have no idea how we won that game." And then he goes, "We just needed a stop, and we threw something out there." And it's like, "That's awesome." Obviously, he knows what he did, but he was just like, "Yeah." He was just smiling ear to ear, like, "I don't know." <laughs> it was great. And then his, you know, teammate or his team came up and hugged him, and he was just kind of jumping up. I, I loved it. I love that dude. I'm starting to come around. Yeah, I've, I've decided I don't love oh. Texas Tech fans, but I like him. That's fair. It's hard not to like him. Just, just, just the whole context. The I whole love it. Line. Yeah, uh, let's get hit this East real quick. You got uh, North Carolina, UCLA, two blue bloods hmm. going up against each other. Uh, eight versus a four, a very interesting matchup. And then you've got the winner of this Texas Purdue game going up against St. Pete's. St. Pete's obviously <laughs> the story of this whole deal. But who do you like coming out of the East? I'm gonna say I think UCLA is my team coming out of the East. Yeah, I, I am a two bracket guy. I, I usually do two brackets. I know that's not a thing. I don't submit them to anybody. I don't like hold them up, but I will say I had UCLA to the final four in one of them uh, and Kentucky in the other one, Kentucky national championship. In the other one. That was, that one. Yikes. Uh, Yikes. So I've, I've been a, a, like, I believe in UCLA that said North Carolina, man, like I, I I'm impressed with what they're doing. I think that's going to be an awesome game. Do you know what the line is on that game? I, can I don't. I bet that's reasonably close. What um, I could tell Speaking you. Speaking of the Big 12 diaspora in the transfer portal, you got Brady Manick, who absolutely killed it until he was thrown out of the game. Uh, All right, here that, you go. What, what do you think the line is in that game? Uh, I'm going to go UCLA uh, minus three and a half. Two. It's two? Just straight up two. Pretty close. What do you think the line is on the Duke-Texas Tech game? Duke- Minus one and a half, one minus a half, minus a 0.5. Half. Oh, wow. Basically, a pick, so basically, pick them. Yeah, how about that? Oh, okay. Now we can. Oh, I can't figure that out. Hang on. Any other games? All right, all right. We're up to seven and a half. It opened up a seven, betting KU up a little bit. Seven and a half is the number now. So, there you go. I can't wait to see what the line is on St. Pete. I tonight, I'm staying. I don't care what time. Oh, wait, it's not the late game, is it? It's the Texas game. Okay. We we may know. I want to see what that line is. If it's uh, less than 10, I'm hammering it. Or I'm sorry. If it's more than 10, I'm hammering it. Give me St. Pete. It's going to be pretty big. I think it's going to be pretty big. Give me St. Pete, dude. They're in the backyard. You know how many, you know how many people are going to have there? their entire fan base and their entire school. And it's going to fill a section. Yeah. But it's going <laughs> like, to be awesome. But then, like, you got the rest of you. It's not just them. Oh, it's, it's everybody's else. cheering for them. You're right. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. It's going to be, 
Uh, the North Carolina fans going to cheer for them. UCLA fans are going to cheer for them. It's only the Texas or Purdue people that want. Did you uh, see so how they have a good portion they, of the building? They bust the Spirit Squad there, like t- ten hour bus ride to get oh. to the Murray State game. They didn't even send a, a, a Spirit Squad. I'm not sure they had a Spirit Squad to be honest. They they didn't look like they really had any any sets, any uh, <laughs> any things that they practiced, but. They they didn't have the money or some deal like to send a, the spirit squad. They they raised money overnight, bust them so they could be there. I awesome, love it. I awesome. Love it. That's so cool. Like that's I hate the NCAA tournament for a thousand reasons. Uh, I wish it was just pick four teams like <laughs> like the, the football does, so we'd have like nineteen <laughs> national champions. But like the stories, that kind of stuff. It just it's no other sport, no other tournament, no right. other event. It's so cool. I hate it, but it's so cool. Uh, let's go to the South real quick. We've got most of it set. We've got the winner of uh, Arizona TCU, which is currently Arizona 32 TCU 29. So we'll just keep, keep our eyes on that. Uh, going to play Houston, Houston, just a uh, metric darling. They haven't really played anybody good, but it doesn't matter. They keep on winning. Yeah. Uh, the bottom side of that, you've got Michigan and 11 seed. There's, I mean, they're an 11 seed. Like Memphis was a nine seed They're They've just been bad, but they're a good team. That was like we're ranked in the top five to begin the begin the season, uh, and they'll play against Villanova on that bottom part of that South bracket. So, as, you know, still pretty chalky. Uh, potentially the one five eleven and two, um, if if TCU doesn't pull it out. But you know, pretty good uh, on the South side. I'm, I don't know a ton about Arizona. I know they're the number two overall seeded team. I haven't seen them play a ton, um, but just based on what I've seen, they're going to have a good shot to win. Villanova looked good today, though. What do you think? Yeah, I, 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 I have liked uh, Arizona a lot. Uh, I've got them winning the national championship in the other one, <laughs> um, but the one the other mentioned, I have Houston to the final four, so I got no idea. I, Houston was a, as you mentioned, a team that Ken Palm, yeah, he, the opposite of Ed Cooley. <laughs> yeah, it literally is the opposite. <laughs> literally, they were, they were seated a fifth, line apart, right? Fifth seed. You have uh, Providence as a four, Houston is a five, and there's probably what 30, 30 spots between those two teams in Ken Palm. I think Ken Palm has. Does Ken Palm have Houston up to like number two? Two. two? Oh my god, up to two, and Providence at thirty-four. So there's thirty-two <laughs> spots in between teams, where the the lower ones uh, seated higher. Uh, wow. So good. Good. Houston look good today too. So it, I, those are going to be interesting games. And then I, yeah, I, got, side, I got nothing on those games. I mean, I, I think that I think Arizona will win, but I don't, I, I don't know. I know in our side, we've been through it. We got yeah. KU versus Providence. I don't think we have a time yet. We'll get to that uh, on Wednesday. You all know uh, this says, no, you're right. We don't have time yet. And then Iowa state will play Miami, the 11 mm. versus the 10. I like us coming out of that and go to the final. Andrew, four. Andrew, I just take care of business. This. Andrew, it's the hurricanes versus the cyclones. Oh my God. <laughs> just oh. realized this. Oh, what do you do with that? This is a meteorologist uh, <laughs> dream. <laughs> what do you do with that? Uh, huh? All right. Well, I will say Miami makes a whole lot more sense. <laughs> <to Yeah>. me. <laughs> but that's, that's a good, that's good. How about that? I don't, has anyone said that yet? I, I have somebody not needs, seen somebody that. needs to say that. I, I literally just came up with it in my they head. Just, so I was yeah, make so a the joke hurricanes just won. So 
Okay. All right. Well, I like us coming out of that. What do, what do you think? You think our chances are pretty good? Dude, I I'm, feel good. I'm feel feeling good. good, which is terrifying. Yeah. The whole tournament, I felt good, and that has terrified me. And by the way, that, that Creighton game still scared me. That was the one. Yeah. You got to win that game. You got to win that game because this week is so much fun if we win that game. And now you All look right. forward and you see Auburn's lost. You see Wisconsin's lost. You see Iowa's lost. Oh, boy. And you got the 34th ranked Ken Palm team waiting for you in the Sweet 16. Providence, they hate, absolutely hated by Kenneth Pomeroy. All right. What do you, what do you need to see? I need to see Ochai break out of whatever slump thing he's in. That is the correct answer. Ochai needs to become Ochai again. We need to see January, February Ochai. We need to see the, the all American that he is come and play in addition to Remy playing well, in addition to CB taking a step forward, uh, Dave being healthy, Dave doing you know, putting the ball in the basket, not going for two for nine or something like that. Uh, there's, there's a lot that this team can do to improve. I don't think that we necessarily had, I mean, that game against Texas Southern was, was nothing, but the game is against Creighton. We, we were shook a little bit. Uh, we've got some work to do. Yeah. I mean, and you look down, I, I was struggling with that game because we talked about it in the Twitter spaces afterwards, which is a lot of fun, by the way, come join us. If you haven't done that before, uh, or you can actually listen to it. It's recorded. You can click it on the, on the Twitter timeline, but we were talking about how like you look down and you felt like everyone played badly because it was like one of those games, but you, then you started thinking about it. Like, did anyone really play badly? Like Dave didn't play great. Uh, was probably the one you can maybe point to, you know, Jalen was inefficient, but he had 14 freaking rebounds. Um, you know, CB just didn't shoot. That would be the one thing I'd be mad about him to shoot more. Ochai was inefficient, but he was, you know, impacted the game in other ways. I, it, it was almost like what really happened here. <laughs> right. And so you can, it's, it's not like I'm, um, you come across and you go, okay, boy, we, we really need to fix that thing. Uh, but I think the thing is the, the two things are Ochai being Ochai and Dave's being healthy and staying out of foul trouble. Those two things happen. I think we're in really, really good shape. Breaking news. Breaking news. You ready for this late breaking first? Everyone will know this by the time they hear it, but you'll hear this for the first time, Kevin. You ready for this? Late breaking news. Start time, 515 Friday night, TBS. Okay. Iowa State, Miami will follow. I kind of wanted the later game. I want to watch. I want to win this Providence game, and then I want to just enjoy my night. I like that. Who do you, well, we'll save that for Wednesday, which is our radio show on a six ten sports, six o'clock. We'll be doing a probably more fully in depth preview of the sweet 16 elite eight pod uh, in Chicago. So we'll do some, some deep dives into Providence, some deep dives into Iowa state in Miami, six ten sports, six o'clock on Wednesday with Nick Schwartz. It's going to be fun, uh, but we'll, we'll do a little deeper dive into to those guys. What do you think? I can't wait, Andrew. This week is so much fun. Nobody do any work. That's my advice. Go read everything you can about whatever tournament thing, 
Like CJ Moore. Yeah. CJ Moore is going to have a feature. I'm sure that's going to come out. JC Newell is going to have like a bunch of statistical stuff that you're going to love. It's probably going to have gifts in it embedded into the article. Yeah. Go to go subscribe to the star for that. Matt Tate's going to have like three pieces a day. Go do that (laughs) stuff. Uh, This is going to be a fun week for the Jayhawks. Uh, And so check out our show on Wednesday, six o'clock. Listen to this podcast and then we will see you on Friday. And Andrew. Texas has taken their first lead since early in the game. 41-40. Go, Texas. We need to get off this podcast. Well, go watch some more Big 12. Hopefully, well, by the time, of course, you listen to this, you'll know what has happened. But hopefully, we see another Big 12 team in the Sweet 16, man. This is fun. Do nothing. No work. No thinking. Only basketball. We we don't get this. We it's been it's been 2018 since we got to do this. Take advantage of it. We're going to do, we're going to do our show Wednesday. We'll probably do another spaces or something this week. Just we'll come join us. Let's talk basketball like all week. It's all I want to do all week. This is great. It's all I want to do. All right. Uh, This is setting up for a pretty fun March, probably, hopefully pretty fun. April. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves, but Kevin, I'm excited. I'm excited for the sweet 16. Dude. Uh, Yeah. I'm not looking forward. I'm just, I'm feeling, I'm going to live in the moment. I think that's what we should do. We should live in the moment, get through this uh, sweet 16 game. And then, then you can start to peak this little peaky peak around the corner. I think that's okay. I think that's okay. Bill well, Self okay says to, it's two game tournament, right? And they're going to have a scouting report on both those teams. So we're, all three that's teams. all we're doing. We're all just three providing teams. the scout, providing the scout. That's all we're doing. All right. Let's get out of here. Andrew. Listen, find us on uh, on Twitter at Jayhawk Talk at Sherlock Hoops. We will be doing some more spaces stuff, I think. Yeah, that's fun, getting on there, interacting with everybody. We'll probably do another one of those this week sometime. We'll definitely do one post-game after, hopefully, Kansas has beaten the darlings of Kenneth Pomeroy, <laughs> Providence. And We'll also be doing the radio show, 6 p.m., 610 Sports. We will post that on this here pod feed that you are listening to right this second. That'll be up Wednesday night, probably late, maybe Thursday morning. So you will have two shows this week. Who knows? We might do another one if we get saucy. But all we want to do is talk basketball right now. Oh, that's all we want to do. Though I know you guys do, too. Have a listen. Go listen to everybody else, too. Go read everything else. This is your time. Do no work. Zero work this week. We got to get zero work done. You can do your work, you know, in two weeks, three weeks. That's what's you. That's when you get your work done. All right, Andrew, what you got? Anything else? That's all I got. Uh, Texas is up too. How about it? Let's go. Let's 12. go big 12. I feel like, I feel like Scott drew storming into the locker room screaming, go big 12, go big 12. <laughs> oh, Scott, man. If, if only you were here, big 12, only coach you were of the hanging year. out. Big that's 12. a coach. That's of the a year. big 12 coach of the year. You're talking about. He's not here. Where'd he go? Where are they? Back in Waco. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Thanks everybody for listening. As always hit that, uh, hit that. Do us a favor. Go, go just very quickly. It'll take you two seconds. Leave us a comment and a review on iTunes. Uh, It helps us to get this out. This is our, this is our Christmas. This is our time of year where we try to get this stuff really as many people as we can. It's a lot of fun. We don't make any money on this. We're doing this for the love of the game. Do that for us. We appreciate you. Until next time, Andrew. We good? Always. Rock Chalk, bro.
tried to tell him every time we on the court i tried to tell him that we never coming up short i tried to tell him that we came here to get the win i tried to tell him that that they should never let us in they say that we the best but i say we the greatest that's why they try to knock us down and always seem to hate us that's why they talk about us they know they can never fade us it's tradition and that kansas pride that has truly made us they know just how we feel they know at allen field that we gonna keep it real shout out the bill this for them fans that waited off in them long lines camped out before the games and they stayed a long time every dollar that we spend just to watch our team win on a jayhawk shirt or a new clean bins with a sticker on the back with the k and the u uh-huh yeah baby that'll make you say ooh we at the top of the top just like we should be started from the bottom thanks to what james could see Dr. Naismith made a game for man, changed lives for the players, and did the same this for, for the fans. This for my Jayhawks fans, for my Jayhawks. This for my Jayhawks fans, for my Jayhawks. This for my Jayhawks fans, for my Jayhawks. Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we Hawks, This baby. for my Jayhawks fans, for my Jayhawks. This for my Jayhawks fans, for my Jayhawks. This for my Jayhawks fans, for my Jayhawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we Hawks, baby. All them years that we've been cheering, everything that we've been hearing, all them spreads that we've been clearing, never been no team we fearing, and look how Bill got us fearing, all them tournaments appearing, with no team that's interfering, nine times get to cheering, with them banners held high, and the crowd going wild, night before the final four, you can't even sleep now, yeah, we at the peak now, we can't even leap down, March Madness, man, we've been waiting weeks now if you a hawks fan go ahead and hold them ones high shout out to the booster showing love in the alum now i'm speaking for the fans even though i'm just one guy we appreciate the love love won't run dry imagine the state of kansas with no jayhawks that's like having no streets but trying to jaywalk they see us as support and we see them on the court so we keep it loud and do our best so we don't come up short we win together and we lose together but win or lose we still booze together struggles in my life will change me as a man but one thing that'll never change i'll be a jayhawk fan i ain't even gotta really say it this one for the fans that's why i made it march madness here we can't be faded run chuck jayhawk in your faces i ain't even gotta really say it this one for the fans that's why i made it march madness here we can't be faded run chuck jayhawk in your faces this for my jayhawk fans for my jayhawks this for my Jayhawk fans, for my Jayhawks. This for my Jayhawk fans, for my Jayhawks. Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we Hawks, This for my Jayhawk fans, for my Jayhawks. This for my Jayhawk fans, for my Jayhawks. This for my Jayhawk fans, for my Jayhawks. Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we Hawks, baby.